so I guess I could re press record at any point I felt like it and uh, try to get you to say something embarrassing at the beginning of the episode. <clears throat> Me? Never. Say anything ever embarrassing. Nope. Never, ever, 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 ever. Never have I ever. Indeed. Kissed a goat. I hope not. Hello, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin Heyman. With me this week is Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you Wait, doing did, today? Did you actually get that? What? The, the never have I ever. Kissed a goat? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yep. I didn't realize you started recording. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you really did trick me. I did. I tricked you. So, Mike, how you doing? Mm, got a, a bit of a cough still, <clears throat> yeah. but otherwise... We're both kind of still dealing with that. If you, if you hear prodigious throat clearing, I apologize. Yep, we're both still uh, flimmy. I have a pile of cough drops here, so I don't think I'll cough, but... Might you might die. Yes. But uh, we're sans David this week. David has got his own health thing going on right now, yep. so... Uh, we're dropping like flies. We are dropping... We're dropping it like it's hot. And uh, it's a weekend weird. So, me and Mike have scoured the internet, which, you know, my mom used to call diarrhea the scours. <laughs> so, anytime somebody says they scour something, I'm like, you shit all over it? Wow. You had, like, diarrhea shit all over it? That's insane. What's wrong I, with I you? I can understand why. I mean, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I've had it bad enough mm -hmm. that, yeah, I can see why you would call it that, but it's sure. also one I've never heard it's, before. It's a very old thing, but uh, also... It's a very country... It's, it is. It's very kind. I got the scours. But, uh, I mean, like, the first time I heard about the scouring of the Shire in <laughs> The Lord of the Rings, man. Shitting everywhere. My whole world, like, I could not stop laughing for days. You're just the green apple quick uh, two-step. Is that what it? Or okay. Green apple splatters. That's the one I know besides scours. So, uh, Mike, mm -hmm. uh, we don't really have any... Uh, you know, uh, uh, housekeeping up front, really, except to say, oh, wait, yes, we do. I'm an imbecile. Next Wednesday, uh, which if you're listening, this is coming out on Monday, the, uh, hang on, let me pull 16th. up the date. 16th, thank you. It's coming out on the 16th on <clears throat> Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. We're going to be having a watch party at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we are going to be watching the McPherson tape, one of the most infamous, quote-unquote, real abduction videos ever recorded. And it's completely fake, but it's really interesting. And they actually did a remake several years later with a bunch of actors that later went on to uh, be on Stargate SG-1. It's, it, it, it's meant to be taken like a real thing, but it's obviously not. But so, so it's just, creepy. Y'all decided to do this on a, on a night I have to work. Uh, unfortunately, it's it's when we everybody was available. Uh, nah, I'm not that, available. I know, but I don't own the movie. I know. So, yeah, we'll do more. So, so Mike, mm -hmm. uh, it's a weekend weird. And yeah. would you like to go first with a story? I can go first, I guess. All right. Um. So dig into the uh, prize mines here. 
prize this mine. This comes, comes from us from Gizmodo, published on October 5th. Hell yeah. Amazon will pay you $1 million for alien footage from your ring doorbell. You know, it's a lot better than my offer, which is like a quarter and a handshake. I thought you were going to say I'd hand something else. <laughs> well, I didn't say what I'd shake with my hand, but let's move on from that. And You could bump that up. You can get like 20 bucks in there. Yeah, it's true. I'm doing better these days. Ring's million-dollar search for extraterrestrials will feature a bona fide astrobiologist serving as a judge. So, your ring camera will not is your ring camera is not only going to be the source of Amazon fueling Big Brother dystopia; it may capture evidence of extraterrestrial life. Sure, right? No, unless unless we're talking about like signs, you know, where you know the derpy alien walking. Oh, yeah, uh, the Bigfoot-looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. On the off chance that you record an alien being on your ring camera, the tech company is willing to pay you for it. The scheme That's is pretty cool. Yeah, the scheme is billed as Ring's million dollar search for extraterrestrials. Entrants are encouraged to keep their eyes peeled for any sign of alien life recorded by their ring doorbell cameras. If a little green being, what's why he got? He's got to be green. What if gray? It's brown? it actually comes from an incident. Uh, it actually comes from the Hopkinsville Goblins. Uh, is where the term "little green men" first came from. Oh, it didn't come from uh, like Orson Welles or anything. Nope. Hmm. Came from uh, the Hopkinsville Goblins. Little green dudes coming out of the woods. Oh, the Hopkinsville's. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Cough drops. Sleeping on the job. If a little green being, aka Hopkinsville Goblin, walks into the camera's purview. Then the winner of the quote of the best quote scientific evidence will receive one million dollars with meteorologist meteorologist and astrobiologist Jacob Hack Misrad. Misred? I misread. misread? I misread his name. No, oh. misread. Okay. Serving as a judge for the contest. Those who live outside of alien country can still enter to win five a five hundred dollar Amazon gift card by filming their own alien ring footage using makeup, props, and costumes. So this is basically just America's Funniest Videos with your ring camera. But let's face it, that's the coward's way out. What, faking it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Submissions are being accepted until November 3rd. Okay. So, you know, this is all just a publicity stunt, obviously. Um, I have some crappy, like... uh, marketing hype like you know when marketing like tries to make you buy into it or something right sensors have been picking up rogue signals from the neighborhood nebula might be nothing might be something that's where you come in okay that that was on their uh press copy that's where you come in yeah so two things one you know Screw Amazon. Just, you know, screw it. Sc- yep. Screw yeah. them. Screw <clears throat> uh, big corporations in general. And two, uh, dang it, we don't have any ring cameras, so we can't participate. Yeah, I mean, we've got a camera. I mean, we've got we've got other brands. We don't have ring. You know, I would love to time travel in the past and set up cameras outside my house that night. I thought I, thought I saw a gray looking in my window to see what I actually saw. It's just a hobo. Yeah, you know, that would not surprise me. It was just a very pale crackhead. Or maybe it was your uncle drunk as heck. No, trust me, I would have... No, wasn't him. 
grazer smoother. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I think it's funny that Amazon... And I'm kind of pissed that they're monetizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're monetizing it, but they're really, it's just a marketing gimmick and maybe even a, you know, gee willikers, maybe, you know, we'll buy some rings cameras to like participate. Yeah, pretty much. This is a ploy to sell uh doorbell cameras. Yeah. Fuckers. Maybe also to, you know, kind of wag the dog and distract people from the uh, horrendous privacy issues and everything else going on in the world. Yeah. I mean, just not everything else. I mean, Amazon doesn't care about everything else. They just care about their, you know, image and this could like kind of smear some Vaseline over the lens to That's true. Obscure that. <clears throat> so you might have a read mine. Go ahead. My first one, and this is also along the lines of aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh this article is from the Daily Star in the UK, of course. Uh but I've actually seen this article elsewhere. This is from September twenty ninth, so it's a little old, but that's okay. Uh, who wrote this? Michael Michael Moran, audience writer. Which I still wonder about the term audience writer. Doesn't that basically mean like user submitted? I think so, yes. Okay, well, article reads, Bible reading Pentagon commanders halt UFO research over fears aliens were demons. Okay. This is this is a thing. This is this is not a lie. Uh, Pentagon commanders have clamped down on research into extraterrestrials because of their religious beliefs, it's claimed. Leading UFO researcher Ron James says senior figures in the U.S. government fear aliens are, in fact, demons. Ron, who is director of media relations for the UFO research group MUFON, oh boy, these guys, claims there is, quote, a very large contingent of people within the Pentagon, who opposed the work of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, ATIP. Just the tip. Because they think the UAPs, regularly reported by U.S. military sources, are piloted by creatures from hell. Hell, Nebraska. Now, there's someone I know Mm -hmm. that firmly believes this. Okay. Like that... Aliens and UFOs are tools of Satan to draw worship oh, I, away from Jesus. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I I refuse to discuss this as a serious concept on the show, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting article. He says he was told by Lou Elizondo, which there's a trustworthy motherfucker, who has gone on record as being the boss of ATIP. It was, quote, it was quote, was not just a little voice in the Pentagon, but a huge group of people uh, thought the phenomenon that was being witnessed was demons. The fundamentalist Christian lobby within the U.S. defense establishment, quote, actually affected Elizondo's ability to get funding, Ron says. Belief in both UFOs and the literal truth of the Bible is not entirely incompatible, he adds. For example, Ron spoke to staunchly Christian U.S. Congressman Tim Burchett. I sat down and interviewed him. His feeling was that if you look in the Bible and you look at Ezekiel building the wheel, Ezekiel didn't build the wheel, 
There's a lot of people that think that that was a spaceship. He adds that His Holiness, the Pope, has officially acknowledged that there is life on other planets. But the strong arm of religious fundamentalism within U.S. Po- uh, political circles has actively hindered research into UFOs and science generally, Ron says. Which the article continues to discuss this. But, yeah. Mike, what do, you, what do you think about <clears throat> this? Like, I know how you feel about religion and science and religion stymieing science and such. Uh, how, how does it make you feel that it's even stymieing what's called pseudoscience? Um, wow. I mean, so why would they not want you, not want, not want to investigate if it is demons? Well, you think they would want because to it's know demons. that? Yeah, we think, no, I can understand if they No, you're say, supposed to ignore the demons. But, uh, uh, they're, they're afraid that it'll draw the attention and bring the demons and it'll, they, they don't want to give it any attention because it draws, uh, uh, worship away from Jesus. Um, no one's worshiping these things. Well, well, okay. Not okay. There but, are cults, but finding out and, you know, it, you know, monitoring them and finding out what they are, isn't going to cause people to uh, worship them. I agree wholeheartedly, but I think I think this is probably a small and or into one individual that is broke brained and or it's a uh, an excuse to, you know, defer investigations. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the whole UFO phenomenon, whether you believe they're aliens or not or whatever, does need to be studied to figure out what the fuck it is. And you know my opinion on it. You know what I think it is. But, I mean, even if it turns out to be just, you know, aircraft from other countries, we still fucking need to know. So, I kind of doubt anyone high enough in the military circles would do anything like that based on just religion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know, mean, man. I, d- I don't know. I, d- I don't know. I can't say that for sure myself. I feel like in today's America, <coughs> it's, it's very possible. Yeah, but also... You know, we don't know the sources. We don't know how credible it is. Like, you know, this could be the same thing as those high up people who, you know, confirmed what that wackadoo guy said about, you know, the alien spacecraft. You know, the guy that turned out to just be some guy that didn't know anything. Grush? Yes. Yeah, the one that basically had nothing but second and third hand information, but was like dead certain it was all real. Yeah, but reportedly people in top places, top men, top you know, men, top men, uh, corroborated his story. Top men. It's a that's a that's an Indiana Jones reference. This could be top men in the military saying, "No, nah, they're about demons." Bottom men. Those are the ones you find, you know. <clears throat> um, I don't know on the bottom. That 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 checks out. They're, 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 they're the bottom bitches? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I 
I feel like this is a thing, and I like this is one of those things where I believe it that yes, they they totally are like, no, we should not look into UFOs because demons, and looking in gives them power. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I'm not man. saying nobody's saying that. I'm, I'm just saying that it's not going to be the driving factor in decision making. Right. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I, I, I buy it. Of course, you know me. I'm kind of gullible when it comes to UFOs and stuff. No, you're, you're, you're just, I don't know. I want to believe. I'm more careful than I used to be for sure. What do you think? What are the chances of them being demons flying UFOs? Oh, 100% <clears throat> uh, unlikely. I, I do not believe that at all. I feel what, what about uh what about Oni flying UFOs? Like wait, you've been watching <laughs> uh Urisi Yatsura. Yeah. Which has demons flying UFOs. Yeah, I understand that, yes. But uh no, I don't believe that either. <coughs> Dang it. Unless it's Lum and then yeah, okay, I wanna believe it. I want to believe. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you wanna believe. Yes. Oni chicks in ti- in a tiger print bikinis. We'll talk more about that on the distraction hole. Indeed. Well, that's that's my first story, Mike. Yeah. Uh, what 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 have you got for your next Let's one? Let's see. What do I have? I don't know, Mike. You tell me. It's your it's your okay. deal. It's your dog. Uh, it's coming from uh, <coughs> global news. Uh-oh. I've heard of I've heard rumblings about this, but this is the first like thing I've heard about actual human trials. Is it rumblings in your tumbly? No. Uh, a team of scientists led by a Japanese pharmaceutical startup are getting te- set to start human trials on a new drug that has successfully grown new teeth in animal test subjects. I want it. I want it now. Let's see here, let me see if I can say this word. Toragem Biopharma is slated to begin clinical trials in July of next year, so 2024. God, sign me up. After it succeeded growing new teeth in mice five years ago. Don't they do that already? I'm, I'm assuming. No, mice don't. Okay, they don't. Oh. No. And they don't grow new teeth. Okay, and, and rodents that do grow teeth, they don't grow new teeth. Their teeth just keep growing. Yes. It's the same teeth. Yeah. I'm assuming they, they mean they grew, made force the they mouse to. They new teeth. It's teeth to fall, or they—it's kind of dark to say this—but they pulled the mice's teeth out and then made it grow new teeth. I am horrified at the idea of them feeding these mice oatmeal by spoon until <laughs> they grew new teeth. Little mice mouse pap. If you came for my mice, the Jap the Japan Times reports Doctor Katsu Takahashi, a lead researcher on the project and head of the dentistry and oral surgery department at the medical research institute kitano hospital says the idea of growing new teeth is every dentist's dream i would assume that's every dentist's nightmare like no because if you grow new teeth that means they can just keep charging you to pull the bad ones that you grow yeah but you'd think they get more on like that means you never no longer have to have like root canals or (gasps) braces oh yeah but an extraction still costs man yeah. And you could still do braces. I mean, well, that's not a, that's not well, going to go away. That that is true. If you think about someone who's 
who has chronically crooked teeth every time they grow a new set of teeth. They're going to be fucking crooked every braces. time. You're going to have to do braces probably every time. Mm, but okay. Um, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. But like I'm I'm totally no more, down but for no this more shit. fillings. I mean, it would it would definitely uh stretch the amount of cleanings you do. Oh yeah. And and you know, last year uh the last time I was hospitalized it was because of a, an infection in my head and they mm-hmm. took a lot of my teeth. And they just they just, you know, kept them in a mason jar. I would not be surprised if there was like, you know those jars they put pickled pig pig's feet in the in the jars. truck stops? Yeah. Yeah, that but full of teeth. Ooh, yeah, gives me the willies. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gross. In his research, which he's been conducting at Kyoto University since 2005, Takahashi learned of a particular gene in mice that affects the growth of their teeth. The antibody for this gene, USAG1, can help simulate help stimulate can help stimulate tooth growth if it's suppressed. So that's one of the interesting things about it. It's not yeah. actually, they're not having to uh, actually do uh, genetic like manipulation or anything. Turns out they can just suppress a certain type of antibody. Basically, you're, you have an antibodies that keep you from growing teeth. Oh. Yeah. So. You get rid of those and you just or, grow you don't, teeth. You don't, re, you don't get rid of them, but you, you know, take a you know, drug that suppresses that antibody while you grow teeth and once they're in, okay. probably even once they get, you know, fully, fully formed and stuff. Sure. Just Mike, stop taking it. Hmm. Here's, here's the thing though. What if they give it to you and it goes wrong and like, you remember the dog face boys? You mean, you mean that there was a movie that had a, it was a TV person. show on sci-fi, oh, yeah. but yeah, it's like the dog face boy, but teeth all over everywhere. Well, considering this only grows it in the proper places. Okay. Now, say if you were born with like a tooth sticking out of your head and they surgically remove that. Yes. If you take this drug, you will all of a sudden have weird tooth growing out of your head again, I guess. Well, wow, that's fucked. Yeah. Unless you can do things like, uh, and I don't know if they don't say how this drug's uh, administered. It could be like they, they inject it directly into your gums. Hmm. I, I don't know if it's a pill form like that, that that gene could be useful other places not gene yeah the antibody to suppress the gene could be useful other places and maybe they want a more targeted you know application so who knows it just depends on how it's being administered scientists have worked to develop a neutralizing antibody medicine that is able to block USAG1 now his team has been testing the theory that blocking this protein could grow more teeth after the successful tests on mice, the team went on to perform similarly positive trials on ferrets. Okay. Animals who had a similar dental pattern to humans. Yeah. Do they? I'm assuming Weird. they mean dental pattern as in it's closer to humans than uh, mice. Hmm. So they're working. Next, they should try chimps. Yeah. Well, you know, chimps can't consent, so they're just going straight to people. I'm, and let's face it, you know, oh, there's plenty of people that, that all volunteered for that. Yeah, me. Now testing will turn to healthy adult humans, and if all goes well, the team plans to hold a clinical trial for the drug from 2025 for children between 2 and 6 years old with anodontia, a rare genetic disorder that results in the absence of 6 or more baby and or adult teeth. 
All right. So what you're saying is I have to pull a dwarf mm-hmm. like Tim Conway and go in like on my knees with shoes on my knees <laughs> and pretend to be a child. Okay, here it goes. We've got some application. According to the, the Japan Times, the children involved in the clinical trial will be injected with one of the one dose of the drug to see if it induces teeth growth. Would that be tooth growth? Teeth growth? I don't know. I don't know. If successful, the medicine could be available for regulatory approval by 2030. That's a long way away. That is a long... I'll be... We'll be dead by then. Oh, that's only like seven years. Oh, I know. But like, you know, I, I mean like the super volcano in Yellowstone no. will go off or I mean something. like World War III. Something. Okay. But no, I mean... I don't mean like us personally, like we're just in that bad of shape. I, so... Here's here's one thing that's, you know, kind of hopeful for me. It's a Japanese uh, uh, pharma company, which sidesteps a lot of the really shitty stuff of American. Yeah, that's true. And it's a university. Well, univer- and the problem is, is drug uh, trials and stuff and, you know, new drugs come from universities all the time. It's just the big pharma, big uh, pharma, big pharma, pharma companies. That's what I'm looking for. The big pharma companies buy it or buy it up and buy the patents and just mm-hmm. charge way too much money. Yep. This is America. Be in Japan, you know, hopefully that's, you know, of course, probably big pharma would buy the U.S. license for it and charge like $3,000. Right, right, right. Yeah, I <clears throat> I don't know. I'm down. I want my teeth back. Yeah, I mean, I would not mind a new set of chompers. The old chopper here is getting lonesome. Yeah. So, uh, so here's a thing. Here's a thing to talk about, though. So, <clears throat> say, say it is an all or nothing thing. They, they, yeah, they have to grow a whole set at once. Kind of like you know, you were a baby. Well, I guess if you're a, like a like a kid, a, you know, whatever age where they get their adult teeth. Guessing it would just push the old ones out. You wouldn't have to like go in there and yank them all out. I guess. I don't know. I don't know unless it just caused like them to grow where there are no teeth. No, I, I mean you, we can think about it. As a kid, this all works perfectly fine. Right. Like your well, teeth grow. Yeah, but baby push... teeth aren't in there like hardcore. Man, so they're as, they're as well rooted as any other teeth. I guess. I I'm just saying I don't have that many to pull out. So like yeah. I'm down. But just, just put just, me under for a little bit, pull them all out. You okay? One, you'd have to like eat soft food for several months. <coughs> Excuse me. I got tough gums. And uh, two, you'd be teething for you know a while. Oh my god, I'd have to get like a baby teething ring. <laughs> I'd just, just be there at everywhere. I'd be there at work <laughs> chewing on a water-filled <laughs> ring like an infant, and people would be like. I'm sorry, are you insane? They'll think you're on ecstasy or something. <laughs> I don't mind Kevin, he's just rolling on X at work. <laughs> God, I don't like making these noises. So, well, that's that's actually shockingly hopeful for us. Yeah, and I was hoping we'd be further along by this time about yeah. stuff like that. You know, there, there's several other regions I've seen research for about people regrowing because... You know, much like a, like the lizard and Spider-Man, there's really only our some parts of our genetics that keep us from 
fully like regrowing things. Right. There's nothing. They've they've been studies that found that there's nothing physiological keeping us. It's just it's mental. You have to think really hard. No, it's just, but it's yeah, just certain things blocking genes from doing it. And in some cases, that could be good things. Like we don't know. Maybe it just you could regrow an arm, but then you have turbo cancer. Oh my god! Because your cells just keep growing. You have killed me with that. Maybe you grow to be like 30 feet tall and just cannot stand up anymore and just are a puddle on the ground. Or you're like one of those uh, Afghanistan giants they say the military Mm. ran into. Oh, yes. Quite. Indeed. So, since it's just the two of us and we're just running on through, I don't think we're going to be taking a break this time. Um, I have got a great story that is blowing up uh, Reddit right now. Like, all the crazy shit subreddits I read. So hot right now? It is so hot. And uh, this came out two days ago. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, This is from Out There, Colorado, uh, which is the Denver Gazette and the Gazette and Colorado Politics. It's basically a website that's like a all their news things. Okay. Uh, this is by Spencer McGee, October 11th, 2023. Slappy McGee. Was Bigfoot spotted in Colorado? Five theories about what was <laughs> captured on video. Now, Mike, mm-hmm. I would like for you to head to the Weekend Weird chat in our Discord for yep. the hosts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would like for you to look at the video David posted. Because mm-hmm. I was going to talk about this, but David posted it. And uh, we just, we need to discuss it. Yeah. All right. I need you to go there. Uh, you see the article. You the, got uh, pulled up. The, the 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 tweet that I will never call X video. Yes, the tweet. All right. I would like for you to watch okay, that video. Okay. All right. You watching that? It buffered. Okay. There we ah, go. okay. Yeah. Okay, this is from a train. People saw this yeah. thing on a train. Um. Now, what can you tell me about that Bigfoot? That looks like a Chewbacca costume. That. Now, the first thing a lot of people said that aren't, like, immediately jumping into this is totally for reals, guys. Yeah. Uh, That Bigfoot uses product. Yeah, no, he's very shiny. He His hair... Is like a a fucking uh, L'Oreal commercial. Yeah, no, there should be more like mud and sticks in that shit. Oh, he should. Yeah, no, he should have just shit caked on his back fur. Um, I mean, animals take better care of themselves. Sure, I guess, but the point is that's he he did some 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 VO five hot oil treatment or something. Yeah, yeah, Uh, and and like here are the theories they have listed. Uh, which, number one, prankster in a Bigfoot suit. That goes without saying. Say prankster in a Chewbacca costume. But sure, but, you know, they're still dressed as, like, a Bigfoot, even if it's a Chewbacca costume. Uh, two, publicity stunt. Could be. Okay. Uh, three, a hunter in creative camouflage. Which, yeah. when I saw it, I was like, could be a ghillie suit. I mean, when he squats down, he does kind of disappear. So. Yeah. And uh, four is another animal getting mistaken for Bigfoot. Now, if you scroll down to four, there's a photo where you can kind of see it, and it looks for all the world like a Harry and the Henderson Bigfoot suit. 
Yeah. Because it's sort of zoomed in there. You see it? Yeah, I mean, kind of see the yeah. face, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, uh, Kevin Peter Hall in the Bigfoot suit. And five, an actual Bigfoot. It's not a bear on its hind legs. It is definitely sure. not a bear on its hind legs. It is something <laughs> walking like a man. Now, here's the thing that I found someone pointed out on uh, Reddit. Do you know what's on the other side of those hills, Mike? What? It's a facility that does Bigfoot tours with people in Bigfoot costumes. Really? Womp, womp, womp. And this is a man in a Bigfoot costume. and It is a really nice costume, though. You know, I'll give him that. He, he, I think he's just squatting down to take a break. Maybe he's like smoking a J. He might something. be taking a dump. No, he didn't pull his pants down or nothing. He's well, just popping a squat. Might be a hole in that suit. No, he's just sitting there. You got a poop hole. Do you think maybe, he has a cock sheath? Maybe he's rubbing one out. You think it's like some of the fursuits no. where they got like a sheath? <clears throat> no, because if he's part of a the Bigfoot experience entertainment sure. complex, he's not going to walk around. <laughs> entertainment complex. This is this is like. The, the Bigfoot version of uh, Nope. <clears throat> right? Uh Oh, oh, with the kids? With the, 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 the UFO thing. With the, you know, he did a whole, made a whole thing about it. The park. Oh, yes, yes. Wait. Yes. The, 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 yeah, the, the, yeah, the Asian, Asian guy. Asian guy with the park. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, it's like that. But Bigfoot. Now, what if a real Bigfoot just walked up and started ripping people's arms off? You know, I've never actually heard of a big... Well, hang on. <clears throat> hang on. Yes, I have. I have heard about Bigfoots just beating the shit out of people or throwing rocks at them, so never mind. Let me back the fuck up. Uh, what would they do? Back that Sasquatch boat up. What would they do? They would, uh, they would advertise the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Have your arm ripped off by actual Bigfoot. Yeah, also, they'd have to legally prove that it wasn't just one of their people in a suit on roids. Yeah, no, yeah. Definitely could be roided out a former linebacker. Is that Bigfoot? No, it's Jerry, and he's fucked up. Yeah. He's fucked up real bad, man. And, like, okay, it... I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing about Bigfoot, right? Yeah. What color is he? Because, like, I've seen, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the uh, the Patterson-Gimlin footage, but, like, I always just assumed Bigfoots were black. No, like, they I'm had black sure fur. I'm pretty sure they're dark brown. Okay, what leads you to that? I mean, it just it's just a more common uh, coloring in nature. Yeah, but what about <clears throat> primates? Most of your primates, besides us, are, you know, dark-skinned, and they have fur all over that's dark, and... Uh, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, there's there's some, but there's also some that are brown. I don't think, you can't say most of them. Think of, like, chimpanzees and gorillas. And you know, I'm thinking about them, and I'm trying not to giggle, because they're doing fun stuff but in there's my also, head. They're, like, you know, there's riding a, around on little tricycles, sm- smoking cigars. There's orang, orang, orangutans. orangutans. Yeah, orangutans. Well, they're... Orange. They're the yeah. fucking gingers there's of the primate plenty world. Of, plenty of brown. Uh, don't don't uh, dismiss our brown Bigfoot sapiens. 
All right. Okay. Now that does remind me. Did I ever tell you that? Tell you about that thing I found out that there's a legend in Sumatra that uh, orangutans can speak, but they don't because they really don't want to talk to humans. Because <laughs> they're like, I don't want to fucking say a thing to these guys. I can't blame them. Yeah. No. If I if I could talk, and I wasn't human, and I met a human, I'd be like, I ain't saying nothing to this motherfucker. Why? He's wearing pants. Look at him. He's enslaved himself with pants. But yeah, the Bigfoot thing, it's its real, like literally when I got on uh, Reddit earlier today, like every other post was this tweet. All right, now, now look at the photo, the stock photo of a Bigfoot quote unquote sighting at the top of the article. Oh, the, the terrible suit? Yeah, that suit is really bad. Yeah, I'm really glad it wasn't that suit, because I'd be like, y'all. That's like, it's like the fur on that suit looks like a... That's a gorilla suit. Yeah, it looks like that gorilla suit, like from the 60s, from that, uh, what's that terrible movie? Robot Monster? Yes, Robot Monster. I don't know, that had like, you know, pecs. Well, yeah, but the fur, I was just talking about the fur <laughs> quality. Uh... I don't know. I kind of feel like the robot monster suit looked better. <laughs> like it's like it almost it almost kind of looked like a gorilla walking guess, around with a water robot, cooler on its head. Robot monster was more of a gorilla, but yeah, yeah. But still, you know, mm-hmm. this this uh, man they they should not have used this picture because when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a fakest looking thing I've ever seen. And then yeah. I scroll down, I'm like, oh, so yeah, that's that, that photo is not the same thing yeah trust me guys uh if you're listening you can uh google the colorado bigfoot thing and uh you'll see it for yourself mm-hmm. yeah and um yeah that's that's my uh second story mike what, what have you got for your i guess this is your third yeah <clears throat> gonna be a short episode yeah we'll also have the fungus story oh that's right you do so, this was f- published in September, September 22nd. Uh, NASA, from a press release, stated that the James Webb Telescope finds carbon source on surface of Jupiter's moon Europa. Wait, they find what? Carbon source. Interesting. Jupiter's moon Europa is one of a handful of worlds in our solar system that could potentially harbor conditions suitable for life. Previous research has shown that beneath its water ice crust lies a salty ocean of liquid water with a rocky seafloor. However, planetary scientists had not confirmed if that ocean contained the chemicals needed for life, particularly carbon. Astronomers using data from NASA's James Webb Space Telescope have identified carbon dioxide in a specific region on the icy surface of Europa. Analysis indicates that this carbon likely originated in the subsurface ocean and was not delivered by meteorites or other external sources. So native carbon. Yes. Moreover, it was deposited on a geologically recent time scale. This, Ooh. this discovery has important implications <clears throat> for the potential habitability of Europa's ocean. On Earth, life likes chemical diversity. The more diversity, the better... We are carbon-based life. Understanding the chemistry of Europa's ocean will help us determine whether it's hostile to life as we know it or 
if it might be a good place to live, said Geronimo Venavella of NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. I, I got to respect a dude named Geronimo. Or is it pronounced Geronimo? Could be Geronimo Venueva. Venueva? Venueva. Villanueva. Let's assume it's Geronimo. Geronimo Villanueva. I've never heard that pronunciation before, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Geronimo, not Geronimo. It it may be Geronimo, but I I don't know. It could be Geronimo. No, with the rest of the name, it definitely seems... uh, Geronimo. Like a Geronimo. Yeah. Spanish? Well, Spanish. I think that's actually how it's pronounced. <clears throat> yeah, I think just, Geronimo is just uh, the, the white, white people. The white people. Damn you, white people. Damn it, whitey. <clears throat> so, Geronimo is the lead author of one of two independent papers describing the findings. Quote, we now think that we have, an ob- have observational evidence that the carbon we see on Europa's surface came from the ocean. That's not a trivial thing. Carbon's a biologically essential element, added Samantha Trumo of Cornell University in Ithaca, New York, lead author of the second paper analyzing this data. NASA plans to launch its Europa Clipper spacecraft, which will perform dozens of close flybys of Europa to further investigate whether it could have conditions suitable for life in October 2024, so next year. Cool. Man, that's exciting. I... Because I'm excited about Europa. Now, was Europa the one the monolith said, stay yes. the fuck away? Yes, all these moons are yours except Europa. Attempt no landing. Attempt no landing. Or make no landing. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to say fuck the monolith and just go, but, huh? And, and that was before, you know, we knew it was a big ocean. Right. So, you know, in, in that they showed, you know. Mike. Space whales. Space whales. Space whales. What if that's where the probe from uh, Star Trek Four came from? You know, the one with the whales? Mm, it came from further out than that, just a bit. Okay. Well, what if there are whales on Europa? Then uh, I hope there's no potted pl- potted plants. Ooh, bowl of petunias. Yep. That would suck. I, I think it's funny we're talking about the idea. Mm, mm, man, you know what? It's not whales, Mike. It's crabs. It's crabs. It's crabs. Dude, Got if it. you find crab, European crabs, one, would you want to eat them? Yes. And two, how scared should we be that the crab people would come for us? Crab people. Uh, pretty scared, actually. Because, I mean, here's the other thing. Hmm. What if it is crab people? Yeah. If we find, like, a whole underwater... Oh, like civilization of crab people. Okay, Mike, you remember the amazing live sea monkeys mm-hmm. that you could get out of the back of comic books when yep. we were kids? All right, so they they you know the art showed these amazing underwater people with cities, that, yeah, and cities, all that shit. But you order them, and it's just fucking brine shrimp. Yeah. All right. What if on Europa, it's like the illustrations? It's or, actual sea monkeys, or what if, Kevin? Or it's the Snorks. Oh, fuck that. Nuke <laughs> Europa if it's the Snorks. Well, you didn't like the Snorks? Fuck no. Fucking low-rent Aqua Smurfs. <laughs> I mean, like, that was basically Hanna-Barbera going, oh, my God, we're, we're leaving so much money on the table by not owning the Smurfs. Somebody come up with something like them. 
and they did, and that shit <laughs> didn't work, man. Hey, look at me, and I'm, I'm an aqua smurf, and I got a bendy straw on my head. So, yeah, Europa Clipper is awesome, but I'm still looking forward to the one where we want to go to the to uh, the ocean of Europa. You know, the one that... Oh, like, where they have to bore in the thing and, like, sanitize itself well, as it's going? Well, you know, it's, it's the both the boring and the sanitization they've, they've decided is going to be the same thing. It's going to just melt its way through oh, yeah. the ice. yeah. And, like, stop and superheat the water to boil off anything. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about it. It's yeah. already just, like, going through a column of, you know, really hot water anyway. So yep. it's going to... No, this is going to be great, man. We're going to get there and, like, infect it with water bears, and then they're all fucked. Because you know water bears are going to survive. Uh, I'm sure we can figure something out. I mean, come on. We're going to probably... It's probably going to be the cleanest thing we've ever built. I hope so. And it's also then going to boil itself through <sighs> layers of ice. Yeah. So. You, you know what this reminds me of, though, is, though, is uh, like, Va- what was it, Vostok in Antarctica, the underground or the under ice water yeah. lake that, uh, like, we've never actually drilled into that because we're terrified of contamination, right? I thought we have. Have we? I'm pretty sure. We're going to have to look that up and talk about it next weekend, weird, because that's, that's a fascinating story to me. I'm pretty sure I've seen stuff about under, like, Vostok. Is that is that where they found like the uh, the mer people, the alien mer people that were murdering folk, according to the lore? I don't know. Okay, that's that's the books I read. Well, uh, what about the uh, the Russian deep borehole? Ooh, that's yeah. Have you ever seen how they capped it? It's just like it looks like a a styrofoam plate with a metal ring around it on top. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. It's like the the world's deepest ever borehole, and just kind of looks like a yeah a like pipe. Looks like someone's uh gas for their house that just got capped off because they stopped paying their paying the uh, bill. It's the industrial equivalent of a uh, a sign next to it that says "warning hole." Not even that. It's the industrial equivalent of we gave up. Yeah. <laughs> no effort was made. Yeah. <laughs> An attempt was made. The end. And then we stopped. Yep. That's that's awesome, though. I'm looking forward to this. I, yeah. I can't wait to hear about it in my old age once it gets yeah. there. So, Mike, hmm. my next story. Mm-hmm. We've got two options here. Mm-hmm. Both from phantomsandmonsters.com. My favorite website. Yes. Yeah, you and David fucking despise this thing. Mm-hmm. So... What we're going to do is I'm going to roll a die. I've got a four-sided die here. And you want me to flip a coin? Okay, sure. Do that, Mike. You got a coin with you? I got one right over here. Hell yeah. Grab a coin. Is it is it a Wheel of Time Challenge coin? Because I got one of those over here. I got a uh, nice American 50-cent piece. 50-cent? Yep. Not silver, but it's fifty cents. I was gonna say I've actually got my Tarvalin mark if we want to use that too. Uh, I got it. Okay, all right. So, so heads is one, mm-hmm. tails is two. All right, I have flipped, and the answer is tails. Okay, great. Would you like to hear the title of our article? 
Sure, why not? Was a stillborn Bigfoot fetus found at Chestnut Ridge at a Chestnut Ridge PA church camp? Okay, uh, let's go with number one. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's just as bad. Okay, well, was it? All right, well, here's a story, and I guess I'm going to have to do my uh, my Phantoms and Monsters voice every time I read these. You know the voice, the one I used last time. I'm going to have to be careful because with my throat all tore up, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> so, a Pennsylvania man recalls seeing a large stillborn fetus at a Jumanville, PA, church camp in the 70s. I don't know, man. He said that it looked like a monkey fetus. Could it have been a Bigfoot? Our story begins. My story happened in the late 1970s. I and a couple of friends went to a church sports camp for a week at Jumanville. That's a hell of a name, Jumanville, Pennsylvania, currently known as the Jumanville Camp and Retreat Center. And it's about an hour and 20 minutes southeast of Pittsburgh. I don't know why he's southern. He's that southern. I don't know. It it just, it fits. It's located at the Chestnut Ridge where numerous unexplained phenomena has been reported. From Sasquatch, UFOs, Dogman, and Thunderbirds. It also sits in the Appalachian Mountains. Each cabin had about seven boys. Let that sink in. Seven boys. To each cabin. To each cabin. This is... Very specific. Sounds like Catholic camp. The mess hall was at the bottom of the hill along an asphalt path. Different cabins would line up outside to follow one another down the path. When we went to eat one morning, we were all walking to breakfast. Up ahead of me, I noticed kids walking off the path and into the grass. When I got up to that spot, I looked down and couldn't believe my eyes. Laying on the path was what looked like a stillborn monkey fetus. That is is a band name and the greatest thing I've ever read. Stillborn monkey fetus. It was too big, at least two feet long. It was as tall as the path was wide. It was definitely bipedal but didn't have a tail. I was just staring at this thing, which is probably only 30 seconds, when I noticed I had fallen behind my group and was getting passed by other groups. So I ran to catch my group. Motherfucker, you ran away from a monkey fetus? (laughs) God damn, dude, you're an idiot. My friend, K.N., was with me at camp that year. He said he was right next to me and remembers seeing the fetus, too. Note, was this a stillborn fetus of a Bigfoot? The Chestnut Ridge is well known for a variety of unexplained activity and sightings. Here is an account received in 2016. Wow, the report is so short, we're just going to read some other shit. (laughs) The dude, uh, god damn, so this a guy in his 50s saw a fetus at camp. And assumed it was a big... That's amazing. That is... Yeah. Why? What? I had an opportunity to talk to a man who I'll refer to as CB, you know, Citizen Band, who once lived on a farm in Washington County, PA. He had issued a report with the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society, which I want to 
point out there is a Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society on possible habitation he experienced when he was younger while living on his grandfather's farm. There were other odd creatures and anomalies that he had witnessed as well. In fact, I hope to gather more information on a specific group of cryptid big cats he observed living in the same general area. Now, that is the one thing I'm willing to believe is there for sure. Big cats, you know? Yeah. Kind of like here in Mississippi with the Black Panthers. <clears throat> Another incident he described also piqued my interest. This occurred in Fayette County at the Jumansville Cross, which stands on top of Dunbar's Knob. <clears throat> okay. Dunbar's Knob. In Jumanville. On Jumanville on Chestnut Ridge. The entire Chestnut Ridge is well known for unexplained activity, but this particular incident was quite extraordinary. I have heard of a variety of unexplained sightings near the cross structure over the years. Okay, this... This is rambling as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just him talking to CB about weird shit, including black-eyed children. Well, not the black-eyed peas? No. What about the black-eyed children peas? Uh, there have been many incidents reported at this cross over the years, including an increase in Bigfoot sightings and other odd anomalies. You have said that like six times, dude. The area is actually home to a Christian campground and retreat. Yeah, no, that's what we've been fucking talking about. This location is also near where a young military officer named George Washington and his shoulders, shoulders, shoulders. soldiers ambushed French troops in 1754, sparking the genesis of the French and Indian War. Broad shoulders on that, Washington. Indeed. There have been reports of musket fire, disembodied voices, and the smell of gunpowder in the nearby glens and hollows. It's because people are out there shooting. Yep, that's fair. But that is the dumbest one I've read so far, because basically, I saw a monkey fetus. Yeah, no. uh, I don't think it was a monkey fetus, Mike. I think uh, that was a prom night dumpster baby at camp. Yeah, no, that's definitely the Occam's razor takeaway there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, okay, let's just pretend it was a baby Bigfoot that was still... Man, I'd hate to see a Bigfoot pop a squat and leave an aborted Bigfoot. The Sasquat? The sas- take a Sasquat and drop a baby. That's terrible. Yeah. Wow, the other one I had is even shorter. You want to hear that real quick? I mean, might as well. How we're not running over time, are we? No, not really. We're just at an hour. Kansas witness, we saw a maroon-colored Gumby. Uh, wait, what was that? Gumby's like enemy or something? Wasn't no, like the blockheads red? were maroon-colored. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The two, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The, <clears throat> they they literally had blocks for heads. Yes, you're right. <clears throat> Art Cloakey was doing some drugs, man. Oh, I'm no sorry. Doubt. So, a rural Kansas eyewitness describes a sighting of a maroon-colored Gumby character while driving along the cornfields late at night. What did Probably smoking a doobie. What did they see? Very interesting. The following account was forwarded to me. I live in a... Sorry, should I do a different voice? Whatever you want to do. I live in a very rural farm area of Kansas. This happened in the fall of 2007. 
I went for a night drive with a friend on some country roads in corn, amid cornfields. Where I live, cornstalks grow tall on both sides of the road in many places. It is a very, capitalized, very desolate and dark area at night. There is no one around for miles, and you can see the Milky Way in all its glory because there are no lights. As I was driving, we saw something resembling the cartoon character Gumby run across the dirt road lit up by our headlights. It crossed, god damn, it crossed probably ten feet in front of us. The creature was dark maroon in color with bulbous hands and feet. No digits. It walked on two legs. It had very smooth-looking skin, almost like a shark or a dolphin. I didn't stop. It didn't stop to look at us, and I never felt threatened. The creature ran, ran like it was afraid from one cornfield across the road to another. We didn't witness any more strange sightings that night or have any weird experiences after. And then followed by, have you seen a maroon Gumby? Yes. I, I just, I don't fucking know what <laughs> to make of this, Mike. Um, it sounds like they were colorblind and Eddie Murphy ran across the road. I mean, sure, why not? <clears throat> I just, like, I don't know, man. What the fuck? Mike, what yeah. what would you do if you're dri- you and me are driving somewhere and we see Maroon Gumby not running but like you know that thing where he like stood on one foot oh, and skating. could slide yeah. the skate thing? Like imagine you see that shoot across a road. Um <clears throat> I'm going to make sure I've not been drinking that night. Do and you eat your gun? No, I'm not going to kill myself over something like that. Maybe a little mental breakdown, but <clears throat> I think it'll be short-lived. I will I will survive. Right. Okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think that is the point where I lose my goddamn mind. Aliens I can handle. Bigfoot I can handle. Uh, ghosts I can handle. But Gumby? Out here? In the real world? This it it kind of reminds me of those kids that swear to God they saw Naruto characters in the woods, <laughs> but Gumby. Maybe we'll just convince ourselves it was a shared hallucination. I don't know. Maybe I don't even fucking know though. This is just two of the dumbest stories I've read for this so far. Yeah, not nearly as bad as what we're covering next week, but you know, dumb nonetheless. Yes. Far less uh, impactful mm-hmm. and just dumb. Very dumb. So, um, Mike, you got anything else for us? So, I got a little bit of mushroom news here to. Mushroom news. Sorry, David. Our, our fungus section. All right. The fungus among us. Uh, this was back. This was unfortunately a little dated. It's from March 14th. It was a. Uh, the Taiwan News photo of the day, magical mini mushrooms spotted in Taipei. Oh, is that the itty-bitty blue yeah. ones? Yeah, it's <clears throat> photos of tiny otherworldly mushroom collected in Taipei have gone viral. On This is uh, originally the 
when he collected it was on November 17th, 2022. Okay. Uh, 32-year-old Eric Cho, who works as a pharmacist, spotted this species of mushroom near... It, it's in Taiwan. I'm sorry. Okay. It's, yeah. You know, we're we're we don't we have real no, bad, we have and no, we don't want to uh, offend people. No, it's just we have no concept of where this is. It's it's near 150 Section Three, Zhushan Road in Taipei City, Shilin District. Okay. Yeah. See that that doesn't really not really that doesn't mean much to me. Yeah. The mysterious mushroom is believed to be Mycena subcyanocephalia. Say that two times fast. When asked how he found the fungi, Cho said his friend Chang Pi Ying informed him that that Bixi Trail in Shilin District has a, quote, special tiny mushroom worth investigating. Cho said that he found one on a piece of wood and took it home. However, he was disappointed to find that this was, that was a rather drab, grayish-white color. Hoping that it might grow, he then tried turning off all the lights at night, but to no avail. Cho said he dutifully sprayed the fungi every day to keep it moist. After more than three months, Cho noticed that on March 7th, a new spawn had appeared on the wood with a spectacular blue color. He said that according to a research paper titled The Two New Species of Mycena in Taiwan, the blue color only appears in the in the young stage and fades to light blue or whitish when it reaches maturation. On March 12th, Cho submitted photos of the fungus to Naturalist, and on March 13th, the website posted images on its Twitter account. Right. But yeah, this mushroom, it's like... The, it's the adorable, picture, honestly. The picture of a finger next to it. And this mushroom has to be like like half the size of a grain of rice or something. It's like Sweet. tiny, teeny tiny. It is. I love the thing. It's so small. It looks like something out of Mario. It's a little. It's like it's like the mini mushroom that shrinks him down. It's like it's like whitish base with a blue top and these little like golden spores on it. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. It's itty bitty. I mean, like it is. And when I say itty bitty, I mean it's like ridiculously itty bitty. It is like itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot mushroomini. That's terrible. <clears throat> yes. So am I. Man. Yeah. No, that's bad. But no, it is like, I, I, I don't know how to put this, but like I, when I was putting together my gunpla, mm-hmm. there was a piece about this size. And when I dropped it, I was like, well, that's gone. <laughs> but I found it. It was like just red enough to stand out. It's like that tiny. It is like, ridiculously small like the on the finger it doesn't even look like a finger yeah it looks like a giant pink like worm yes like with visible skin flakes and you can see dirt on the finger there's skin flakes on that uh finger that are the size of this mushroom yeah actually i think you're right it's like the mushroom is like the size of like the little center swirl of your fingerprint yeah yeah, it's that small. I wonder how high you high you get eating it. Because you know how peppers, when they're small, are like way hotter? Um, this I, mushroom is going to blow your fucking mind. I've been told that that's false, but you know. Okay, well, the tiny... Uh, or it's going to kill you a lot. The tiny 
pepper I had uh, earlier this week, mm-hmm. as I said at work, my my regret was palpable. Yeah, but you don't eat hot stuff. No, I don't. Like, but it was still like twenty minutes of fucking agony. And uh, did you have one? No. Oh, you should I'm have not, one. Cause I'm not an idiot. Greg brought Nick some more, so you should definitely try one. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Did, did did you hear what Greg said? By the way, he's growing reapers. Oh boy. Yeah. God, that was a mistake. So you Any- know how, Yeah. So yeah, I I just you. you I think you or someone else offered them to me like, no, I know what that does. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, I it's it's something. Yeah, so uh, that was more mushroom news. Yeah, well, thank you for that. We need to stay on top of uh, mycelium, basically. Yep. Because we don't want to get taken over by the cosmic death fungus. Yes, or uh, become fungus zombies. Which, again, if you're listening to this because you found us through our Cosmic Death Fungus episode, welcome. We're glad to have you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for this week, I think, Mike. I don't yeah. have, uh, I don't do the X thing like David does. Uh, Reddit, my Reddit feed is pretty much all that Bigfoot thing yeah uh people complaining about wheel of time season two and uh ben kissel yeah so i don't have a lot to talk about with reddit and uh i've kind of run out of really fun stuff to read for the principia discordia mm. and, and and i'll be damned if i'm reading the black iron prison that you save that for you know when you're actually in prison. No, do you know what the Black Iron Prison is, Mike? No. Okay, imagine Discordianism without the humor. Like if somebody decided to take it super <coughs> serial. Um, that it's, sounds dire. It's like if somebody did a serious version of Holy Grail. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like I said, that sounds dire. It is. It's it's bleak as shit so anyway that's it for this week i want to thank everybody for listening um you can find everything you need to about the show on supernatpod.rocks again that is supernatpod.rocks you'll find links to our discord our social media the show itself and uh we do encourage you to join the discord we've got a fantastic community we're going to start doing more community activities starting next wednesday so, Mike, you got anything you want to plug? Um, no. All right. Well, I'll just say check out, I believe it is, hang on, let me double check. Yeah, head to CosmicDash.com to read David's comic, Cosmic Dash. It's uh, Anthro Aliens in Space, and it's good. It's actually good. I wouldn't say that, but I think it, didn't think it was good. It's got nothing to do with me being an anchor on it right now. I liked it before that. So You liked it before it was cool. I liked it before I had a stake in it. So, anyway, we will see you guys next week for the single stupidest thing I've ever read. That's saying something. That is saying a lot of like, crap. Dude. I've had I've read three books now on this to try to grasp it. Did 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 you did you grasp it or is is it like just slipping through your fingers like a fart? 
It has crawled inside my brain like a virus. Yeah. So we will see you guys next week. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I don't don't feel very frosty. I want a frosty. Well, you're not getting a vanilla one because you... They only have pumpkin spice and chocolate until. Just give me good old, good old fashioned uh, chocolate. Pumpkin spice season's over. I'm not basic. I don't want the pumpkin. And you know what? I'm tired of people making fun of people for liking pumpkin spice. I'm just not really into it. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a grudge against pumpkin spice. I don't hate it. I just, you know, it's not my favorite thing. I don't get excited for it. It's kind of like when the McRib comes back. I don't care. Yeah, I can see that. Now, double down. That'll get started. Oh, you poor son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>